When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, this podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like, how do you greet your dog? Uh, do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. Sean, how are you? You're uh, still in Melbourne, aren't you? Still here. Yeah. Still without Mildred, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, Grace and Wilder have arrived. Oh, have they? To... Great. Okay. So, is that is? Yes. Are you delighted? I am delighted. Yes. Yeah. I think I was going insane. Yeah, I bet you were. Has Wilder changed? I mean, we, let's, just so people, in case they don't know, but Wilder is your human baby. Yes. Yes. Has, <laughs> yes. has she grown a lot since you saw her? She's not grown particularly I don't well not certainly not that I've noticed but Mm. she is now at the point where she's beginning to smile ah and I think you're like this is how to get her to smile is to pull a sad face oh okay so she if she sees that I'm sad that cheers her up so she's a psychopath (laughs) quite a young time to be diagnosed but it's best to know in advance isn't it yes (laughs) I'm joking, of course, but um, I, I noticed that when my babies were very small, the time they were smiling usually meant they're not actually smiling because they're looking at you and seeing your face. They're smiling because they're filling their nappies <laughs> and the relief of it for some reason would, would, would was enjoyable to them. You know, you soon grow out of enjoying doing that. At some point it becomes a, a moment of shame and you learn not to. <laughs> Each to their own. Totally. And so Grace has arrived as well. It's been a bit of a culture shock, mm-hmm. I have to say. Yeah. Because Australia, they have the sun. It's a, I'm in Melbourne. It's a very upbeat, very, very cool town. And, and what I've noticed, this is the culture shock, is I'll be honest, I'll be totally open with you. Mm. I, I'm coming around to it now. I'm, I'm beginning to have a good time. But I'm used to home, Britain, where we're from, where there is a kind of undercurrent of uh, pain, I think, in 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 the United <laughs> in the in the in the United Kingdom, I feel like everyone is kind of waking up in pain, yeah. and then your job is to kind of in in Britain, what we like to do is we go, that's rubbish, isn't yeah. it? That's yeah. really rubbish, and then and you agree, and you and you take pleasure in it, and you go, yeah, that is rubbish, yes. and that's how we deal with it. It bonds us, doesn't it? What you're saying is Melbourne is too nice. Right, well, it's, well, listen listen to this. Mm. It is too nice because we use it in Britain. We use that as a way of, I believe, connecting. We're an awkward type of yes, person. Yes. And if something's wrong, our way of kind of going, oh, you know, do, do you want a little chat? Is, is, as I say, by going, isn't that rubbish? Yeah, yeah. But here, I, I got to my hotel. I'm in one of those lifts where you have to swipe the key card to get the lift to operate. I know. Yeah, a cheap one. <laughs> That's all you needed to say. You're in an ibis. It's fine. <laughs> spot, spot on. Yeah. Yes, this, this is what they put me up in. So obviously, you know, the way I am, after about two days, I'm now at the tutting stage of, oh, yeah, I've got I said, oh, the key card. I forgot the key card mm. in my pocket and I put the key card in right now. Can I go to my floor? Mm. 
And then about a week in, an Australian lady gets into the lift. I can see that she's forgotten the key card. Yeah. And uh, she, she remembers it. And I say to her, oh, that's, a, that's annoying, isn't it? And she goes, uh, she goes, oh, yeah, yeah. And then the lift goes up. Now, I have to get in a second lift right. to get to my floor. Right. To get out of the lift. I say goodbye to the lady as we both leave the lift. And, of course, she is now getting in the second lift. Right, so this is torture. Now, so yeah. I, do I say hello now? What, oh, God. Yeah. What, 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 what are we now? So I get in the lift, and and again, well, we've just shared one lift, so I might as well break the ice. I'm feeling tense. I say, that's annoying, isn't it, getting two lifts? And she said, you moan a lot. <laughs> you were making conversation in, in England. That's just making conversation. That's what we exactly. do. Yeah. That's exactly how we do it. So it's I have to say it's been a bit of a struggle, but I've I've managed to kind of Yes, come um, come round, but we're not here to talk about me. Well, it's lovely to hear your experiences <laughs> over there. It really is. And I'm I'm really glad that uh that, that your family have arrived and that's brilliant. Yes. And what what is happening to Mildred? Just remind us, Mildred uh is being looked after by Grace's parents? Yes, absolutely. Mildred right. is with Grace's parents or, or Mildred's grandparents. Yes, of as course. We, yes. As yes. we call them. Yeah. She is having a lovely time. They've got a bigger garden, so she she loves that. And um my favourite band. And I'll put this short video on Instagram. Mm-hmm. My favourite band, Blink-182, mm-hmm. got back together the other day. Right. And played their first concert. Which for me, it would be like if it'd be like if, if the Beatles got back together. Right. For me, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So, um, and this Blink, Blink, what, what's the number after it? Blink-142. 182. 182. Where were they playing? Did you get to see them or? I got to see them live streaming. Okay. Uh, they were playing at the Coachella Festival and they were streaming. I was very emotional. Yeah. I was in tears. Yeah. Good. I'm going to check them out because, uh, you know, I, I have children not much younger than you. So I'll, I'll get references from them to see whether, whether that's a good choice of favourite band or not. <laughs> and whether they are indeed uh, in the same category as the Beatles, as you insist. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> oh, I look forward so, to that. Yes, yeah, so I listened to that, got very mo- emotional, and I posted it on Instagram. And Grace's dad yeah. played the Instagram video of me listening to Blink One Eight Two, and I listened to it a lot at home. Mm. And Mildred sat down and listened to Blink One Eight Two in solidarity. Yes. Oh, that's that's quite sweet. You must be proud that she has the same musical taste as you. Very proud. Yeah. Yeah. When you've been away, sometimes when I'm away for more than a few days, I because I miss Dolly a lot, I find myself talking to strangers' dogs. Have you found yourself kind of needing the company of dogs? Absolutely. Well, mm. when you see in Melbourne, there's no big dogs that I've noticed. Right. There's a lot of small dogs, a lot of, I, th- I think actually a lot of cockapoos. Right, yeah. I've become now that person that stops and strokes strangers' dogs. Yes, yes, yes. And is it a comfort to you? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is a comfort. Yeah. I don't think it's a comfort to the owner. Not always, perhaps, but uh, I think most people are understanding enough. I, we find it with, uh, with our dog that quite a lot of elderly people like to say hello to Dolly because she's a you know she's a chihuahua and then if you get talking to them you find that oh we used to we used to have a chihuahua or we used to have a little whatever it was a little oh. dog but they get to an some old people get to an age where they're worried to take on another dog because they don't know how long they're going to live that they themselves are going to live and that's yes. which is a responsible yeah, no, let's keep let's keep it upbeat Jack. Yeah, let's... <laughs> Um, and so, and so, I, I always like to think that, that that I'm providing them with a little bit of dog company that they might not otherwise, you know, uh, allow themselves because they are, you know, well, they're worried, you know, about dying. I, I mean, you, you might. Sorry, I'll keep it light from now on. <laughs> oh dear! You projected this this backstory onto these people. They might just like the look of the dog. It's true. And you're, and you're, le- and you're leaving going, they're scared of dying. <laughs> no, I don't. I go, you're scared of dying, aren't you? <laughs> and then they just move on. <laughs> oh, this has gone in a terrible direction this week. I don't know yes, why I've got there. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um, so, how? Tell me. Look, I'm. I've been away from from Mildred. So, mm. tell me, how's how's Dolly doing? You're you're at home today. Yeah, I'm at home now, and uh, Dolly's really well. In fact, Jane has uh, gone off for a couple of days with Hattie and Phoebe, our daughters. Um, and so uh, I'm I'm at home with Dolly, and she is taking full advantage of that because she knows. She knows what a soft touch I am and uh, she can really, you know, she can really crank up all that emotional blackmail that goes on. And uh, there, are, <laughs> there are more treats than there normally should be for a dog. Oh, uh, lovely. On. Yeah. But, uh, so do you take her for a walk on your own? Oh, yeah. Or, you know, you, yeah. do you, you pick her up on, well, your, on your own? I pick her up and take her down the road and she walks back. <laughs> That's basically what happens, yeah. So, yeah, I do that. And, um, and she, she knows the form. She's very happy with that arrangement. She can see why that has to happen. She won't walk away from the house. This is the thing. Various guests now, We've, I think that it's safe to say we've done enough of these to know that there are different guests with different views on this. But I don't think anyone has got any solution to that. I would be interested to know if there are any dog trainers out there or dog experts. But I guarantee that there's not a kind way of making a chihuahua walk if she doesn't want to. You know. Maybe Russell Kane will get in touch. He might do. He might have something to say. He might have something to say, and it, it might—I don't know—probably involve pyrotechnics or something. But I will. I, <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's got his—he's got his method, hasn't he? <laughs> well, he, he does. But, but you know, because obviously, for our listeners, yeah. just to let you know that we record these, and they're going out a few weeks after we've recorded them. Yes. So Russell's episode has just gone out, and I and it was big reaction. People really interested. He's in- very kind of switched on to his. He's got a, a pug called Colin. And uh, yes. Russell, if, if all the people that we were going to talk to, I would have thought Russell Kane will probably be the most chaotic, you know, hopeless one with dogs. But actually, I was, it was the complete opposite. He's actually very, uh, very switched on to his dog and how to get the best out of Colin. And he's a very disciplined owner, isn't he? Yes. Mm. It was like, it's like Ace Ventura, <laughs> you know, because he reads the minds of animals. He's a pug whisperer. Yeah. That's what yeah. he is. So, but he gave you lots of advice about Mildred, didn't he? Because um, this thing of how to stop your dog from going crazy when you walk in through the house, and you were going to give it a go. Well, this is it. So, so to to relay in case mm. you in case you haven't caught up, uh, Russell's technique that he that he said that you could do. Uh, Mildred's only just turned two, so he said there was still time. What you could do if you don't want your dogs, your cockapoo, to be manic and jumping up and down, what you've got to do is you've got to not give them the attention because apparently that has something to do with anxiety so actually that when you enter the house completely ignore your dog mm. completely ignore it for about five minutes don't even say hello don't even look at it don't even acknowledge it and then when it's calmed down then you go over and and you you know you can stroke it and say hello yeah. now so he he basically set me the challenge of doing this and a lot of people on instagram have I've got in touch to to say that they didn't believe that I could do that. They didn't think that you'd carry it through. Oh, no. that, that's that's disheartening that people have so little faith in you, isn't it? <laughs> I know, and it, it's it, a it's it's uh, discomforting that they um, disheartening rather that they have very little faith in me, and and b uh, they were absolutely right. <laughs> I didn't even attempt it. You, well, did you did you not even attempt it? Did you try it for a nanosecond? No, I did that's not true. I did try for a nanosecond and I said we you know, I got in and but it was just the I felt and I don't know if I'm making up this feeling that Mildred didn't like that and it upset Mildred that I wasn't saying hello and I was I I the reason she's there is so that we can say hello to yeah. each other. Yeah. That was my uh, kind of uh, the the fault I had with the logic of that was that the whole point of having a dog is that you do have that relationship where they are pleased to see you and you're pleased to see them. And um, it's just a bit of fun in your life, isn't it? (laughs) Isn't that the point? Just a bit of fun. And it, and not everything has to be strictly controlled. With all due respect to Russell, who you know had has got his way, and I'm sure it, it's very effective. Yes, and 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 as well, yeah. yes, like like you say, just to, of course, just to be clear, Russell clearly loves of course Colin. He does. Loves yeah, Colin yeah. has taken him mm. on the road. Yeah, that's not in that's not in question. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I, I think probably I, I as a dog owner am in it for a different reason, which is uh, arguably. Yeah. 
a more needy reason, a more pathetic reason, even that that I <laughs> I need the uh, the unconditional love. I I find it encouraging that there is a a, a sentient being on the planet that yes. is always pleased to see me. It, well, no, absolutely. You, so, what do you what have you been doing? If Jane's away, have mm. you? Uh, is it is quality time with you and Dolly? Yeah, do you and watch Dolly. telly with her? She'll join me for telly and. Uh, you know, we'll catch up on a few things and we take it in turns to choose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's just one of these dogs. She just goes along with anything you're up to. It's fine. You know, we'll, oh, you'll lovely. just sit there. You can you can sort of uh, I, I eat in front of the telly, all those things, you know. <laughs> she doesn't drink as much beer as I do, but that's you know, only to be understood. You know, it's uh, only to be expected. I've missed that. I think I've really, I, I, th- I said this to you uh, in the last episode, but being out here for now over a couple of weeks without a dog, without that heartbeat yeah. in in the home. Here's one for you. Before we get on the fantastic Sue Vincent yeah. we've got today yeah. as a guest. Yeah. I remember Grace telling me that dogs, pets perhaps, help with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, and having an animal actually helps decrease uh, or abate anxiety. And my anxiety has been awful out Right, awful, mm, mm. and I and I genuinely think that it would be helped by Mildred's presence. I imagine it would be because I mean one of the things about having a dog is that it does force you to take yourself out of out of your own current situation and thinking about you know what's what worrying you. You suddenly have this this other being to worry about and to think about yes. and care for, and that's always I think is just is psychologically good for anyone. And that's what you miss when you don't have your dog with you. You know, it's 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 having no one or anything to care for and and be responsible for. Yes. And so you're just left in this kind of spiraling void of stress, depression, anxiety, and in your case, terrible reviews. <laughs> Sorry to mention it again. Sorry, I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is what an ibis does to you. <laughs> I think that, oh, um, you know, Jonathan Ross was one of our early guests and I think he absolutely said it just right because he said about the thing with a dog is the relationship. It's just, it's a very one-dimensional thing, really. I mean, it's two-way, but it's one-dimensional. There are no hidden depths to the love and and, and, yes. and, and the, there's no complexities to the relationship. And, you know, you generally, you don't get moodiness from a dog. You don't get any of that sort of stuff. It's yes. just straightforward, absolutely unconditional. And, and, uh, and that's something that we all as humans, I think, enjoy and probably can learn from. Yeah. And, to, and to add to that, I mm. think that when I'm at home and I'm doing nothing, really what you've got is you've got looking at your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's a void. That's empty. Mm-hmm. That's not going to fulfill you in any way. Mm-hmm. And actually, when I take Mildred, and sometimes I can be really good and really disciplined and I don't take the phone with me, that is a much more pleasurable experience when it's just me and Mildred. I can I can kind of forget the world, forget what's in my head, yeah. and just enjoy that time. With Mildred, it doesn't. It doesn't always have to be. I think about that. Even though you're absolutely right, Jonathan is of course right. It's not just about getting home and being loved, but it's actually seeing that thing have fun. And I think that's what I miss. Mildred, you know, it's so easy for a dog to have fun, and you get to you get to witness that. I, I'm glad you said that because I'm the same, and I I tend to when I take Dolly out, I tend to try and just kind of focus on that and not think, oh, I'll have something else going on, like you know. I was going to say a podcast going on in my headphones. Obviously, we don't want to discourage people from listening to this podcast in any shape, way or form. Do listen to it on your dog walk. But actually, no, it is nice to focus on on your dog and to be present in that moment. It sounds a bit deep, but it's it's it, there's something great about enjoying those moments. And it's the same when your children are small as well. If you can, if you can do it, you know, actually, actually focus on what, what's going on there because it's really rewarding. Because one day we're all going to die. <laughs> As I keep reminding people <laughs> in the park. <laughs> yeah. Shall we check out? Uh, I think we've got a voice note. Shall we have a little oh, listen? Yes, to I'd it? love to hear this one. It's, it, it's yes. um, yeah, it's great. This isn't it? <laughs> yes, uh, it's quick, um, but an extremely embarrassing one, according to Amanda in 
Al's, where's that, Jack? Al I can't Sager. see if it's, I was just going to, if it was down to me, I would have just said Amanda in South Cheshire, because I don't know how to pronounce Al Sager, Al yes. Sager. And it's Amanda in South Cheshire. Yes, thank you. Uh, she's got a seven-year-old cockapoo, hasn't she, called Pixie. And she sent us a little audio recording of how she speaks to uh, to Pixie. Give it a listen. Oh, hello. Oh, I love you, Mummy. Lots more than Daddy, don't you? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So, I mean, my my first reaction is, you know, this is just off the scale. She needs help. She needs help. And <laughs> it's I, terrifying. Someone call her an ambulance because, you know, something's gone very badly <laughs> wrong. But, you see, it's it's her voice and she's in her bubble talking to her dog. And, you know, anyone listening to us, if we'd sent in audio, it would just sound just as crazy, just as mad, really, wouldn't it? Yes. Doesn't it? No, no that's very true. You know, it's, yes. it's still like we've all got these different voices and this we're all in our own little worlds when it comes to our dogs. What was your thought? All I was going to say is there was a little bit of competition there as well, which uh, Amanda has hinted at between mummy and daddy and who the dog loves most. Yes, and yes. Me and Grace definitely compete for uh, Mildred's affection. Yes, there seemed to be a bit of uh, psychological coercion going on there. Yes. Basically, what Amanda would love is for Pixie to say, yes, you're right, I love you more than Daddy. And that, <laughs> and then her world would be complete, you know, and that's... <laughs> isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Actually, if Daddy, uh, if, da- if Amanda, if you listen to the podcast with Daddy, Amanda, Daddy and Pixie, mm. listen to it together. Daddy, we'd love to hear your voice note. We would. Uh, competing with uh, Amanda as to who Pixie loves the most. Yes. Please get in touch. That would be very nice to have a voice off, wouldn't it? With uh, yes. Amanda- <laughs> Pixie's <laughs> mummy and daddy. Um, yes. Yeah, that was really good. Have you be- have you missed talking to Mildred like that? Have you, you know... Oh, my little mono mono zone. Here it comes, yeah, yeah. Is that... I'll give you the little squeezes, come here, I'll give you the rubby bellies because I love my little mono mono zone. Yeah. See, compared to Amanda, that, you know, that's that's a normal <laughs> voice you'd use for a dog, isn't it? You know, that's... Yeah. It's, we're all... <laughs> I, have to st- I have to be really careful because I, I've, I've had to stop myself a few times of saying to Wilder, oh, come on, I'll give you the squeezes. Oh, yes. And I have to go, yeah. no, you can't. She's not a She's not a dog. No, no. Or I thought you were going to say um, other people's dogs in the park and stuff. If you approach them and start talking to them like that, that would be, I mean, pretty worrying, actually, if you were a, an owner and someone came up and started talking <laughs> to your dog like that. My dilemma now is because I'm on my own with, with Dolly is because uh, I mean, we talked about this previously that Dolly has her own speaking voice that that we that she uses. Oh yes, of course. Sometimes. So my dilemma is: does does she speak to me in that voice that I have? Uh, if <laughs> if listeners haven't, Dolly will will talk back. So um, if you say, "Would you like a, a tiny bit of cheese?" She said, "Yeah, I would actually. I would mind a bit of cheese, please. Thank you, actually. <laughs> yeah, thank you." Right. So, am I going to just sit on my own with Dolly? <laughs> <laughs> like like some you know really badly disturbed ventriloquist act on <laughs> on his own you know just having this conversation that has is all well only you can answer that i know, I know. have you done that have well, you have you ever done that uh, yes i have yeah i mean the honest answer is yes i have <laughs> it's um yeah, I can't, I can't. <laughs> come on, come on, Jack. Give me a little bit of that beer. Put it in my bowl. Just a little bit of that yeah, beer. Yeah, Put it in my on. bowl. I wouldn't mind a bit of beer, actually. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> she'll do. But she's no, she's just up for her cheese. Because she stays all that time with me. And she wants her little treats. And, you know, it's uh, she wants another pig in blanket. There's a special thing that she's really into. So she gets a little half <laughs> of one each time because she's so small. Oh, lovely. But that's what she really, that's what she really likes. But she doesn't ask them all day long. It's only in the evening when we're having dinner together that she she wouldn't mind one of those daddy's off to the off license again <laughs> here you go he's gone again oh no please stop <laughs> yeah coming up next sue vincent 
Sue Vincent is a much-loved actress and writer who can currently be seen in the Madame Blanc Mysteries with her writing partner, Sally Lindsay. She starred in a multitude of comedies, including Bad Move, a comedy that Sean and I were both in. Uh, she's been in lots of dramas and soaps over the years, such as Corrie's and EastEnders. But we don't want to hear about all those amazing achievements. We want to get to know her through her love of dogs. Hello, Sue. Hello. You, Sue, you're like a fortune teller. (laughs) If everything else falls apart, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, there's always that. You might know Sean is in Melbourne. I'm in London. Oh, are you, Sean? What are you doing in Melbourne? It's the comedy festival here. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that. How are you? It's been a long time. Five years. I was thinking that. I know. Because I was just about getting this flat when we were doing um, Bad Move. And I didn't know where I was going to live. That's, the, that's our connection yeah. for listeners yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, here I am sort of five years later and Madame Blanc's gone sky high, the series. So, uh, so yeah, it's all, all kinds of wonderful, to be honest. Oh, amazing. It's like living oh, in your wildest dream. And, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great. And Jack got to do a podcast with me. So everyone's living there. <laughs> About dogs, though. It's all working About out. dogs. Yeah. About dogs. What a great segue. Thank you uh, for bringing us back on, bringing us back on course. I am going to just remind uh, listeners that uh, Sue Vincent played the very brilliant um, shopkeeper, Shannon, in Bad Move that Sean and I were both in. And that's how we know Sue Vincent very well. Yes. Actually, via you, I met. Uh, Amanda Abingdon, who's been a guest already on this show. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know Amanda's dogs, don't you? Oh, I know Amanda's dogs. Her dogs have been... In fact, I pulled out a picture. This was the first time I ever babysat. Babysat like they're human. They Mm. kind of are. Um, This was Archie and Jodie, who'd been in my flat approximately three and a half minutes before I put headscarves on them. And they, <laughs> they were the so, best. So Sue Vincent's just shown us a picture of, of these two dogs with headscarves on, and they too look like fortune tellers. So <laughs> there's a theme emerging. There, there is, is a, a theme, theme emerging. emerging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then I, I listened to Amanda's podcast um, uh, that you guys did. I've listened to a couple of yours mm. because they're about dogs. And um, mm. her dog, Arthur, she mentioned her dog, Arthur. He was one of the best dogs that has ever lived. And she mentioned oh. he had a baseball cap. No, Maples had got a baseball cap. But Arthur had a Kiss Me Quick hat. He used to walk around the flat in. Did he? Oh, she didn't tell us that. No, oh. she probably kept that quiet because I bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your dog is a cockapoo. That's the same. Sean's got a cockapoo as well, is it? So tell us. Well, it's my god dog because. Your god dog. Yes. Yes. Uh, That's Rudy. Now, Rudy. (laughs) Rudy looks like Grover from the Muppets in that his legs come from his neck and there's very little chest. There's just like long arms and a really (laughs) short chest. And he is. well, they bought him. They thought he was a cavapoo, and he's got a brother called Wilbur. And they kept, yeah. uh, well, adopted brother. And um, they kept saying, he don't look like him. He don't look like him. So they had one of those DNA tests done at Christmas. And my mates were furious <laughs> because he's not a cavapoo. He's a cockapoo. <laughs> oh, okay, right. So they now call him the imposter. Yeah. It's like Rudy went on, who do you think you are? That's <laughs> exactly what I said, Sean. <laughs> Find out his great granddad was King Charles II. <laughs> yeah. So uh, talk us through. You you said god dog. Right? So that means you're you're the godparent of this dog, godmum to this dog. What do your responsibilities involve there, Sue? Well, basically giving him a voice in the world, um, and just go yeah. like Ooh. like with my godchildren. I get all the good bits about him. I don't have to take the yeah. poo bags out on the walk. You know, uh, right, I just right, see right. just sees me like so. I love you, and uh, that's. We'll come yeah. on to dog voices. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. Yes, we, will. we, we, we certainly will. <laughs> yeah. So, to, do, do they? Uh, does Rudy come and stay ever, or do you just? Uh... I, I go over there because they've got a really beautiful Brilliant. house. I mean, it's he is oh, the nice. calmest dog. I mean, a lot of the dogs that I've known. I don't know whether this says a lot about me, but I've been pretty. Um, Dramatic, <laughs> whereas Rudy, Rudy's very laid back. Yeah, yeah, okay. really. But he's also very cuddly. 
However, he's a yeah. little bit fruity as well. Oh, um, so does he come on strong when he sees you? <laughs> I've asked him to buy me dinner first, but for goodness <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you've always been uh, been kind of a dog person to me and and is is that the case did you grow up with dogs grew up with dogs um first dog that i knew was um a westie called louis who was like oh. my my childhood dog then there was sam who was a collie then there was charlie who lived till he was 19 oh wow mm. yeah he was incredible and towards the end of his life he couldn't hear and couldn't see but you still used to wag his tail and lean lean on the walls to get round the room and stuff. Uh, he was oh. a lovely chap. Oh. And then hmm. over a over a series of events, and the next sentence is going to sound a bit extreme. My mum ended up with ten dogs, ten Yorkshire Terriers. Yeah. Wow. I do uh, know this from the phone call <laughs> we had about dogs before you. You know when you were saying you do this, and there's you provide us with a lovely photo of these dogs all lined up. Yeah, incredible. All idiots. Every single. How, day. how is that? How is, how is that manageable? How is that manage? How do, how does that come about? But B, how is that possibly manageable? <laughs> okay, so mum bought a boy, and we bought a boy, and then she bought a girl. They had puppies. Oh. We'll sell the puppies. They couldn't bring themselves to sell the puppies, so they kept the puppies. She had a big house with a big garden. Oh. So that, And then she rescued one at the local paper. And they just sort of ended up said, once you get past four dogs, it's sort of like, well, we might as well go for it if you've got the land to do it. And they lived yeah. as this extraordinary pack just days before um, wow. before phones. If we would have had camera phones, we'd have made a fortune because every morning they would go out into the garden, queue up in the same pecking order and look through the hole in next door's fence to bark at next door's dog. And they would take it in turns. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Wow. The leader, I love the leader that. was Boo Boo. He had the voice of Richard Burton. So he would turn around. He, he would turn around to all the other guys, shut up, you fools. And then like give them, But if you were to say to them, who's done that? Nine of them would turn around. I'm not, this is so true. They would turn around and look at the dog at the end of the queue, which was Coco, always Coco. He'd roll over. He took the blame for everything, Coco. <laughs> And one day, yeah, wow. he was. A, one day he went missing, and we thought we thought we'd lost him, and we found him. I'm going to hold this picture up and let you describe it, Jack. That's where we found him. Oh no! This is a picture of a dog uh, in the B day. Look, look, oh, it was, a, it was the B day. Was it? I'm glad it was the B day. Okay, so he's, I did think it was a loo. I did think it was a lavatory. Yes. <laughs> Look at his face. So desperate, I'm hiding in love. Well, that's what made us. That's what made us laugh. He'd obviously <laughs> taken himself. Oh, oh, I need a bit of time away from the others, <laughs> so he'd taken yeah. himself off to the B day. Yeah. yeah, dogs decisions, amazing. I'm gonna sit in the B day for a bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are Yorkshire Terriers. Yeah, right? well, is that, is that is that what they, they are? Well, supposedly yeah. some of them some of them had other things going yeah. on. You know, they're lovely little dogs, aren't they? They're oh. really they're really very small Yorkshire Terriers. Yeah. And did did you ever put their hair in a ribbon or anything like that? Do that with the girls or well, or indeed the boys? I don't know. Okay, let's say this out loud, Sue. Let's do it. My mum used to go to Builder Bear to buy accessories to dress the dogs <laughs> up in. And she came home one day with a pair of oh, yeah, okay. yeah, with a pair of okay. frames for the dog, and she she said, "Doesn't he look like your late father in those frames?" I think it was all going a bit mad. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm really glad to hear Sue. You're from Lancashire, yeah, yeah. You, originally. Originally, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there wasn't any kind of uh, any problem having Yorkshire dogs. When we we're in Lancashire, we had yeah. uh, when I was growing up. One of the dogs we had was Danny, and he was a uh, Jack Russell. You know the days when, um, and they still yeah. do this in Malta, where I film the series, where they used to just let your dog out in the morning and it just go off and meet its mates and stuff. Oh, you say that sentence now to younger people, yeah, and they just yeah. go, "You what? Yeah, that's well, mad." <laughs> And he'd come to school, he'd be in the school, he'd be waiting at the school kitchen for his dinner, and they used to give him some school dinner. Getting his GCSEs. <laughs> <laughs> I remember 
mum saying, we've just seen your dog at the top of such and such a hill with his mates. Just the thought he'd gone to me. I'll see you here, my dice warrant. It was, it was. Yeah. Back in our day, our dogs would go to school, they do <laughs> PE. <laughs> my dog got four GCSEs, two A-levels. <laughs> I remember trying to describe this to my godchildren. And they just sat there with this look of, oh my, what's wrong with you on their faces? I was like, no, it's true. They used, yeah. Dogs used to hang around in gangs. It's, uh, I started to wonder if, because Sean and I are both pretty sort of dotty about our dogs, and I started to wonder if there was going to be a difference between you know, the South and the North in terms of attitudes towards dogs. And, you know, and to hear you talking like this, is it just sounds as though everyone up there is just as bonkers about their dogs as anywhere else. Do you know what? It's a universal language. And it I is. learned this yeah. very yes. recently. I did a job in Budapest in January and my character had a yeah. dog. So they took me to this. Uh, they said, I won't do a Budapest accent. Don't do it, Sue. They took me to uh, this dog farm. But it was a, a, like um, a, a rehabilitation centre for dogs and they trained them to go on to better lives. And we stood at the gates and there's just the most motley crew of dogs <laughs> stood looking at me. And I went, all right, you lot, how are you? And they literally all reacted the same as any dog would anywhere else. They understand the language. Yeah, they're, they're multilingual because there's only one language and it comes to talking to dogs. They understand exactly. if you like them or not, essentially. Yeah, come on. So tell us, what is? do you have one dog voice or are there different dog voices there are for several. different dogs? There's a generic one okay. that happens more frequently than it should. And I think it's becoming a bit of a condition because like Amanda said, we can be in the middle of the most dark chats. And I go... All right, mate, who's done your hair? All right, love, what are you wearing? I mean, this is on my own in the car. My favourite okay. one, my favourite one ever is <laughs> Lisa Tarbuck, who's a really good mate of mine. She turned around to a dog and went, what do your people call you? <laughs> <laughs> That's almost like a, you've kind of, there's a kind of cockney thing going on there with your voice for those dogs. Yes. And then do you get a bit cute with like Rudy or has he got any different voices? Rudy's. The nuanced voices. It's the same voice with different nuances. So Rudy, Rudy, Rudy's a little bit like that, you see. And then you've got Arthur, the dog I was talking about with the um, Kiss Me Quick hat. He, we, me and Amanda do this thing where we pretend that he rings up the chippy because he kept putting on weight. And uh, we go, have you been ringing up the chippy? And it, it, it'd go like this. Hello, Golden Gate Chippy. All right, can I have uh, fish chips and curry sauce, please? <laughs> Sorry, is that Arthur? <laughs> no, wolf. Oh! <laughs> so he gave himself away by barking. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I do hope this gets picked up and made into a, a Disney special that it deserves to be. <laughs> Arthur, who, who rings up the chippy. She told you the story about that Christmas when he drank the bottle of tea in Maria. And I mean, he he really was. He was given months to live, Arthur, her dog. And he, what she didn't yeah. say was he grew. Oh, wow. He was a tiny little dashant when she got him. And he grew. Into the size of, I mean, he was huge. You couldn't pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, he just had this look about him, which I can't, I can't give away over a podcast, but it was just the look of, I'm just so happy. Is this because he was drunk? Yeah, permanently. How did he get onto the Tia Maria? Amanda had um, drinks, you know, you leave your bottles outside to keep cool. And, um, <laughs> It just, just, just smashed it. What a good and loyal friend you are. <laughs> what? What? We're finding out a lot about Amanda. <laughs> All right. She's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was lots of bottles of squash. <laughs> of course. And he knocked, he yeah. knocked, it was Christmas. Do you have a fridge? Well, it was full of booze. <laughs> I think we might have to get Amanda on for a second interview and, uh, and get get the honest version. She got a puppy a while ago, a dashant uh, called Maple, and then she's brought this new black dashant into the house. And 
They're like, what happened to baby Jane? Jim Crawford and Ben Davis are, where's your lunch? They just... <laughs> They're getting along a bit better now, but it was tough at first. <laughs> so are you ever tempted to get a dog for yourself or is, is your lifestyle kind of makes that really, really difficult? So... You know, every single minute of every single day, I think about shall I? But the lifestyle now yeah. with, with traveling so much with my writing and stuff, it wouldn't be yeah. fair. You know, yeah. I once um, fostered a dog called Harry. Actually, his voice was this, Harry, Harry. <laughs> That's how you called Harry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> I can't even say Harry. I have to say it like that. And he was um, he was a little bit high maintenance. And my father, my father was ill at the time and, and, and uh, things were sort of going towards an inevitable conclusion and he was dying and um mm. harry took on um obviously all the emotion that was going on around him when we took him to the vet this lovely irish vet said Trent, you know sometimes so a dog can take on the behavior of their their owner i think he needs prozac <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, I didn't know there was such a thing. I didn't, I didn't know there was. But apparently, yeah, and he was great. But what my, my point being, we used to leave him. He was used to being around people, and then work started to pick up, and he was left on his own, not for loads of time, but for some periods of time. Mm. I mean, and he was just really unhappy. Mum ended up fostering him in the end because he had company then, oh. you know. But they oh. need company. Yeah, they do. They yes. they kind of. Uh... Well, they long for you to be there, really. I mean, they, they have to be left alone at some point uh, for periods of time, don't they? But you know, on the whole, they just love, they crave company and they crave uh, they crave being with exactly. you. That's what they really love most of all. With the Yorkies, Sue, they have a reputation for barking yeah. Yeah. a lot. They're very barky yeah. dogs. And your mum had 10, yeah. 10 Dogs and they were all. They were. If what happened if the doorbell went? They all barked. I mean, I wonder why I'm divorced now. (laughs) (laughs) It it was utter mayhem. I just can't. Although I did, she 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 come and stayed with us with the dogs once upon a time for a while, and I trained them to jump out of the low window out of the lounge. So I go, everybody out for a wee, and they'd all jump out the window and then jump back through the window, this low window. So so they they could be trained, but yeah, I mean, it was mayhem. It was mayhem. One of the sweetest things was yeah. she would give them treats. This is heartbreaking, but so he was such a lovely lad. Indiana Bones, best name for a dog you've ever heard. Very surely. nice. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. And she would pass them treats and they would sit in the same order in a semicircle. And Indiana would get his treat and then he'd run to the other side. So by the time she got to the end of the dogs, he'd get a second treat. And when, yeah, oh. but oh. when they all would were, were gone, there was only Indy was the last still do that move oh, no i know oh, oh no I'm don't go. don't go no, no, he was no, an no, absolute no, no. fool no oh. he was a fool oh that's <laughs> i know that's so sweet it's quite heartbreaking that isn't it yeah dogs yeah. are so amazing i think uh, my mum my had a tough time in the last seven years of her life and having the dogs as mayhem as it was they were her mates you know they, absolutely she, she would come in from a charity yeah. shop they they would just give a purpose you know yeah, I, yeah. it was yeah really special it's funny we were talking about that uh before you joined us about you know how you stop being the focus of your own attention once you've got a dog and it's very good for you to do that yeah. to sort of think outward for a bit I, I can't imagine you are but I, i'm going to ask it anyway are you quite strict with the dogs when they're when you're with them no no way <laughs> I just can't no see you're way you've asked that question well, i know <laughs> you're taking them out for a drink yeah <laughs> you could imagine my joke Coco I know Coco had a skin condition I was trying to find it um, uh, where oh. he had uh, not a photo of the skin condition but the vet said he, he had to wear uh, t-shirts I said I have to dress my dog up for medical reasons and she was like well yes so for all of his life he, I've got a picture somewhere of him in a Hawaiian shirt 
Yeah. <laughs> he taught him to sit on his hind legs. This isn't this is true. And he would do that to put his shirt on. He'd hold his arms up and you put his shirt on. And I mean, famous <laughs> quotes include, put some clothes on that dog, he looks naked. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <so> brilliant. <laughs> so when, um, when, when, when Godmother Sue comes to stay with Rudy, uh, is Rudy allowed on your bed at night? Uh, that, yeah, uh... well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Pajamas, books, I mean, whatever he wants. Does Rudy <laughs> stay at yours? No, I go there. I go there. I've learnt my lesson with 10 dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let them wreck someone else's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go over there. Um, but he, he, it's, it's the cuddle. I remember waking up with Coco every morning. He would wake up and his head would be on the pillow and then you'd see his tail just wag under the duvet. You know, I miss that. I'd love that again. You know, that morning. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant. I think that's why I'm such a popular dog sitter in that I'm very good that in someone's house, it's their rules and no begging and that. But they do know, they do know the score with me. I get the sly eye from them. The dogs know. Uh, Okay. Okay. And I mean, we always ask this question as well. Do you let dogs kiss you on the lips? Yeah. Yeah, it has happened several times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's almost inevitable, really, isn't it? When they, when, when it's you get just, onto the... just when you think, oh, it's just on the cheek, just, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, um, I've got, I've got a chihuahua, um, Sue, and she, she's a cheeky one. She's got a little tongue like a dart. So if you're not careful, it's in, you know, right in your mouth. <laughs> That's happening. You know, just do that. Yeah. I looked after um I think Amanda told you I also um babysat Saran Jones's who's a very good mate, um, her two puppy Dashants. Yeah. And they she was filming Gentleman Jack at the oh, time. Great. I mean, I didn't need yeah. asking twice. They were ridiculous. But one of them had a tongue almost half the length of his body. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And all they wanted to do was lick you. Oh I'm going to lick your face. But he was popular. <laughs> yeah. So are you are you still in touch with these two? Occasionally. We write to each other, yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, only, we're, we're not very far from each other. And they're two little bruises now, but okay. to have them as babies, that puppy belly, mm. oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they're gorgeous, aren't they? They're gorgeous dogs. Oh, that's brilliant. It's been amazing to uh to hear absolutely wonderful you've got so many uh <laughs> stories of so many different dogs and i think it might be a great thing to be a, a godparent to a dog it sounds like uh kind of is as they say yes. the best of both worlds yeah i mean the list of them and the love they give when they see me i mean amanda's dog amanda's always got three dogs Aww. and wherever <laughs> she goes in the house they follow her and when you look after them and they do exactly the same mm. going back to arthur the big dashant one of my favourite things to do with him was they'd all go out and it'd just be me and Arthur. I'd go, Arthur, you want to wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> we just, I'd get hold of it, wrestling. Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> me and my other half, Grace, we're not with my dog yeah. at the moment, Mildred. She's back home and she's being looked after by Grace's parents. But if you want to uh, take care of Mildred, Next time we're away, you, you sound like you'd be a lot of fun. She'd love that. I am a class dog sitter. I've got great references. I bet you are, Sue. Hired. You're hired. The only thing is, who knows what she'll be wearing next time you see her. just <laughs> 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 Yeah, I know. It's, uh, you know, she's very shy and quiet, but once you get her going, you know. <laughs> Sue Vincent. Uh, I'm, I'm some ways I'm not, I'm not even surprised that, she, you know, that she's, uh, she's as, as fanatical like that as she is with her dogs. You know, we all have our vocations, don't we? And her vocation is to be 
obviously an, a, a wonderful godmother to various dogs uh, that she I knows. I bet yeah. dogs love her. Oh, like you yeah. could just tell. Yeah. You could just tell by everything that she's saying. Yeah, yeah. That do- when she comes around, it's like the fun auntie has walked yeah, in. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, she's a laugh. She's our mate, she is. Yes. That's great. Would you do 10 dogs? Well, I... I can imagine a day when we might go, you know, potty enough to just keep getting little dogs and adding on. And I can I can see how it happens. I don't think I want Hang it to Hang on happen. a second. Have you had that chat where there might be another dog? With Jane. And not, yeah. I, I think with Dolly, because we've got Nelly comes and stays. That's our, our daughter's dog. And, uh, and and her boyfriend have got this lovely French bulldog. So Nelly comes and stays. And, and, and Dolly does like that. But she's also quite pleased when Nelly goes home. And because Dolly is reasonably old, she's 13 or 14, we think. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I don't want to do anything to upset the apple cart, but I think if we did, um, who knows what would happen in the future. But I think I would yes. I would get two next time anyway. Oh, lovely. Because I love seeing them together, dogs. It's a different yes, dynamic. It's, that's it, it, is that it? part of it is really fun. It is really great. Um, yeah, yeah. So, how about you with Mildred? Do you think you'd? Oh, you've got your hands full. Well, this though. is the thing. Yeah, we've got we've got Wilder, so we have to. We're going to have to give it a bit of hands full. But I would absolutely love another dog. But Grace has said rescue dog next time. Um, mm. But I would like it to be a cockapoo, so that it's so Mildred has another cockapoo for, yeah. for the company. But we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. yeah. Well, just plenty of time for that. Plenty of time. Yeah. Well, that's that's really good. And so, uh, are you are you having a bit of a break out there um, after the gigs have finished in Melbourne? Oh no, 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 no! I'm going to be straight back. I can't wait to see Mildred. <laughs> um, and I'll do, do. You know what I'll do, Jack? I'll fil- she's going to go absolutely berserk. I'll film yes. the reaction yes. of of uh, of when I see her again, so that that I can show that to you. You must. You must. That I would really like to see is just to see her look on the face and hearing that voice again, and she and she'll be thinking, it's, "Oh, it's it's." <laughs> It's Sean. Sean's back. She, she's going to go, oh, two-star review. Woo-hoo. <laughs> That's the way it is. That's the way it is. Yeah. Uh, well, nice to see you again, Jack. And I'm and glad you. Dolly's well. Enjoy enjoy yeah. the quality time together. Thank you. Yeah, so well, well, I'll report back. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your time there, even if the audience Thank doesn't. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist another. <laughs> so I'm just going on to the balcony. See you later. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you very much for listening to uh, Oh My Dog. It's it's great getting all those insights from our guests and getting to know a different side of them through their relationships with their dogs. We hope that you're enjoying it as well. Definitely. And of course, you are very much part of this podcast. So don't forget to get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com and find us on Instagram at omdpod. Uh, Make sure you give us a shout, leave us voice notes of your dog voices, your dog songs, any questions you have for me and Jack, if you want to enlighten us on some dog info, we'd love to hear from you. All of that. We'd love to hear your voice notes. And remember, a dog is for life, not just for podcasts. 